gentlemen, you are actually joining me for a very special edition of the Positive Wrestling Podcast. My name is Stephen Baker, a.k.a. Leon, and uh, this is my first produced episode. Thanks to High Tension Wrestling uh, Podcast Network, HTW, we have ourselves, we have producers. We have people who are doing things for us now. This is great. I don't even have to worry about the post. This is phenomenal. But we're not here about me. We're not here about that. We're not here about anything in between. We're here for one person. One positive influence in the wrestling world, who I've actually grown to really enjoy and uh, and care for as a person, and uh, it's the man with one thousand one jobs, though he can't hold them. Jordan Rowe. Yeah, I like that. Though he can't hold them. <laughs> hold them though. What's going on, man? How are you doing today? Good, man. You know, it's a nice day outside, so I decided to come out here for this little little TV show today. I was going to say, man, yeah, I'm stuck in my room, but uh, that's just because I, I can't bring my computer out there, but it is what it is. Um, no, nah, man, so, like, I got to ask you right off the bat. You've been getting involved. I know you've been training or at least trying to, you know. I mean, you've run popcorn stands. you probably owned a movie theater here and there. What has been your favorite job so far, your jo- your favorite oh. job in, inside, inside uh, Test of Shrink? My favorite job inside of Test of Strength, uh, probably probably being a fry guy because I didn't even know I was a fry guy until Kincaid told me I was. So that so wait, was cool. I got I got to ask real quick though before we jump at any any anywhere, fry guy. How did that happen? Like what what was the case with that? Um, I bought an order of fries at Ryder Smokehouse. I sat down to watch the show, and then here come Kincaid, and yeah, that was the, that was the deal. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I guess I'm hired. Kincaid <laughs> happens to smoke you a lot, from what I realize. So he catches me all the time. He gave me my first job. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. We had the uh, I forgot you. You were uh, what, were you Mister Two K and Three K? Is that what it was? I was selling Mike Skyros's TV shirt. I mean, uh, fucking T-shirts. Oh my god! Can man. I swear on this? Um. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Okay. Okay. okay I swear. Okay. I mean, if viewer discretion advised, we swear it, it'll be fine. <laughs> But um, yeah, man. So you've obviously been around a little bit. You know, you've uh, you've gotten to know a bunch of people around the area. Who would you say some of your favorites are that you've seen coming out of the scene so far? Um, oh man, I got a lot. I mean, yeah, some of them I train with, so I feel like it's not really fair. So no, people, that I, people that I don't train with. Um, I, I was a big fan of Casanova before he got he got signed. Oh, uh, I really like JT Dunn. Um, I'm a big fan of I, I don't know where he's from, but I like Lee Moriarty. I don't think if he, I don't know if he's from New England. I don't think he's a Northeast dude, but Lee Moriarty is, is legit. Yeah, he's, he's, he's he's on the, he's on that pedestal to get called up sooner rather than later. Yeah, bro, he's he's definitely tough. I like a lot of the technical stuff, so like he's definitely a, a guy that I like a lot. I like Mike Skyros a lot. Yeah, Skyros is the man. Yeah, I, I was a big fan of Max Caster too. You, you, you're a fan of all these people who are bound to be signed or already signed. Yeah, so that's bro, what, it's, man. what um, stuff, man. If, if you got to go with dudes who you train with, though, I don't, I don't mind you. Um, Sammy, bro, I think Sammy is so good. I like watching him wrestling. Like every time he's wrestling, I got to make sure that I'm watching. Him. Sammy Diaz, yeah, Sammy Diaz. If anyone out there doesn't know who Sammy Diaz is, I suggest you check him out because that dude should be way in way more places than he is. Same thing with like Nate Skyrim. Every dude, time I watch him wrestle, it's just like I feel like I learned something, so it's it's great. I think Eli's coming along really well. Elijah Six. Oh, yeah, Elijah Six is really good. You, again, another guy for anyone listening. Elijah Six is one of those dudes who, um, you know, has that great cocky heel persona, but like he, it's not. It doesn't feel like a persona. It doesn't feel like he's acting. It feels like that's Eli. 
You know what I mean? Like that's it's like being with him in the car. Sometimes he he start cutting promos, and I'm like, oh snap! Like, is this Eli or is this, yeah. is this Elijah Six? <laughs> yeah, he's he's good. He he has a good like. He can flip it. Yeah, he, he, can, he really can. It. So it's it's crazy. A lot of people have like a like a, I see people get ready to like go out and they gotta like get into the zone. He just walks out there and he's Elijah Six. So like I feel like that's real cool. I feel like Eli is just Elijah Six in general. Like yeah, I'm pretty just, sure. That's, like, that's him. That's him. <laughs> I mean, me and Elijah. You know, me and Elijah, and uh, I was saying this yesterday. Me, Elijah, and Joe, we play Apex a lot together, yeah. and he's just Elijah Six. Like that's just. I think that's probably why it works because it's yeah, just sure. him. But man, he's yeah, he's really good too. I agree. Um, yeah, uh, Waves and curls. They're fucking. Oh, yeah. They're great. I love watching them. They get the crowd into it, bro. They're they're just. They're just they, good at what they do. They have probably one of the best for a tag team charisma, like generally, like their, their charisma is insane off the charts. Like when they first started, funny story. I don't know if uh, if I should be telling this, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Uh, Trey, when he first came in, he was actually uh, my my squire for hire because <laughs> I my squire. So like I got a picture. I'm never going to post it unless he lets me, but I got a picture of him in the red squire shirt. And uh Dude, I tell you something. Trey is the only person to ever, and I mean, ever, make me break character in a re- in, in in the middle of a show. Like he was so funny, and like it was literally the dumbest thing in the world. But like we would just he would mess up and mess up and mess up, and that was the point of it. And I would just get you know increasingly angry with him every week. But there was one thing that he said, and I said I'm mad that I don't remember exactly what he said. But like as soon as he said it, I literally started laughing, and I was on the microphone. I stopped the King voice. I'm just like just just go. I should just go. <laughs> I couldn't do it, man. He's such a funny dude. Yeah, bro. He's and, so funny. He's got a lot of personality. Yeah. Uh, Jalen was one of those people who I was, uh, especially in the beginning, you noticed how Trey had the charisma, Jalen had the move set. And now I feel like they're finally mixing it all up together and becoming like very similar in a good way. So like I'm happy to see that. Yeah, Waves and Curls is coming along real well as a tag team too. Oh yeah. Every week I see them at XWA. They're coming up with some new stuff. They're just they're getting better every week. They, like okay. Island King, all those PAPW guys are really yeah. coming along well. Except uh, Flash. for Flash, obviously. Except for Flash. I mean, Flash is you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's Flash. He's Flash. He's Flash. But no, Flash is good too. Yeah, dude. I was saying yesterday. I was talking to um, I was talking to Justin about you guys. You know, Lucas Chase, and um, I'm sure a few of you listen. I know I know a few of you listen, and I was just saying like how insane it is the athleticism that all of you knew. Like, I feel like I'm, like, the old dog, and I've only been here four years. So, like, that's bad for me. Like, I'm like, these guys are good, and this is not good for me. I mean, it's a good thing, but it's not. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, man. Every week I'm, like, sitting there watching in the back, and somebody comes up with some new shit that is just over the top. Eli comes and hits the the sunset flip over the ropes. And, like, I'm like – That was sick. I loved that. I I didn't even expect – I saw the clip of that, and I'm like, I didn't even know he could do that. And so, he tells me, he's like, you know what, bro? Like, I'm tired of people thinking like, I can't flip. So I'm going to do a flip. <laughs> I'm like, all right, word. He goes out there and fucking does it, and everybody pops. I'm like, oh, wow, bro. Yeah, that was, <laughs> it was a hell of a spot, honestly. That was nuts. Um, all right, so let me ask you right back to kind of the core of what got you into wrestling. Was there a, do you, was there a time you remember that, like, really brought you to it? So as long as I remember, I've always been watching wrestling. So I don't have, like, a story of, like, a, like something I've seen that, like, made me, like, oh, like, this is it. Like, right. I just remember every Friday I'd be either in Blockbuster getting a new WWE DVD or I'm watching, like, SmackDown. So, like, every Friday I would go to Blockbuster with my mom and we'd get, like, a movie and a, and a snack. 
So I'd go and I'd pick up some random wrestling tape that I'd never seen before and I'd just start watching. And I feel like that's really when I became a fan on my own. Yeah. But like my family always watched wrestling. Like my uncles were big on Lucha Libre and like they used to just like drink beer and watch wrestling and I would just watch this shit with them. So yeah, I just always been around it. So it's just oh, yeah. what I wanted to do. And I amateur wrestled a little bit in high school and college. So it's just, I don't know. I just felt like it was right. It's just a natural fit at this point. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, was there anyone that stood out to you? Like, like, I mean, I know you, so you obviously been training for a bit now. Like, do you have any people who like really, you know, stick out as um, someone you try to like mold yourself after in a way, like, you know, like people that you kind of go off. Yeah. Now it's like weird because like before, like, like I was always a fan of like Randy Orton when I was a kid or like, like Kurt Angle. Uh, Chris Benoit so I was always fans of like really like 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 shooty guys right but, like now I feel like I try to do like more like like Rey Mysterio type shit and like I don't know I try to be like a little bit more exciting than just like like grapples to the ground and stuff so it's no been, I, it's been I, fun trying to find a good like mix of the two well I noticed you know we've, we've talked about it before like uh personally where it's like you know for a small dude you're like I want to do the power moves and like yeah. I, like I want to see you like I've seen you throw some t-bones and throw some stuff in there before you know what I'm saying and like I'm thinking I'm like okay this is this is cool to see him but like at the same time I'm like your athleticism I'm gonna leave it up where it is is I, I've said it to you multiple times something like unreal like yeah, you, of course it's been a thing like I, I just gotta stop being like I just gotta stop being a punk bro you got to stop being scared, man. I'll get to the man. top rope, and instead of, like, doing something that, like, I know I can do, like, sometimes I'm like, I don't know, something cool, I'll just fucking, like, splash and land on my feet, <laughs> and, like, <laughs> it'll be the fucking worst thing ever. I'll tell you, man, as soon as you get out of your own head, you're going to be, like, the craziest high flyer. Like, I don't think anyone understands yet, and you, they will in time, but, like, you'll see. Jordan is probably one of the most athletic dudes, probably the most athletic wrestler I've ever met in person. And he's only been doing it, what, maybe a year, year and some change now? Yeah, a year and some change. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. Like, I mean, you have you, – you're probably, like like I said, the most natural athlete I think I've met in a locker room. And I'm, I'm very, very intrigued to see how the next couple of years go for you because I think it's going to be something crazy. I really do. It's helped a lot. Like, training with Slick, like, uh, as soon as I got in there and I was like, doing regular shit, it would just become, like, a thing where he would just, like, see something, and then he'd just be like, oh, try this. Yeah. do it, and then, like, everybody in the class would try to do it. I feel like it's been cool. I feel like, I, I don't know, I don't want to, like, like uh, pat my own back too much, but I feel like it's motivated everybody else to, like, try new shit. Well, that's good, like, though. Everybody's I mean, competitive, so, you know, I do something, and everybody wants to, like, try it, and then we make, like, a whole class out of just doing something cool, so it's pretty... No, absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. Like Slick, once like I'm, I've I've wrestled Slick a few times now, and you know, every time I work him, he's got he's got such a great mind, and like the fact that he's training and he's been around forever now, you know, and um, the fact that he's training all you dudes, and I've actually told Slick personally, like the one thing that I will give every single one of you guys credit for that trained with Slick is that you guys' respect and your humbleness in general when you hit a locker room is off the charts. Yeah. I mean, when you get when you get comfortable, you guys become you, and that's great, and you should. But, like, right off the bat, it's all handshake, 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 thank you, thank you. Thank. I'm like, these guys are great. You know what I mean? Not one bad thing to say about any of you guys who came from over there. Like, Yes, Slick's great, man. He's, he's, I don't know, his mind is crazy. Like, he can see you do something as simple as, like, like Richie did, like, a like a spin kick one, one practice. Just, like, something that he learned from karate back in the day. And Slick will make a whole spot just, like, highlighted on this on this spin kick that he doesn't even connect because he's a bad guy. It was, like... Yep. 
It's just something crazy. He'll see you do anything, and he can make it into a part of the match. Dude, yeah. He's crazy. Slick actually, um, I'm pretty sure it was a tag match, which actually you know of. The uh, It was me and Dan DeMan versus uh, Slick and Evie De La Rosa. That was the first time I ever seen you wrestle. That was the first time? Yeah. Oh, so you got to see me kill Evie with yeah, a black hole for the first time? I was watching the door because that was my job. I was watching the door. That was my first job in TOS as a doorman. So I'm sitting there watching the door, making sure that nobody bumps into the hard cam. And I look to the side, and I look back, and I see Evie in the air. And then I fucking see you slam her on the ground. I thought she was dead. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Who is this guy? Now, that's 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 one thing that no one ever forgets about me, and I love that. It's the black hole slam that I hit, and I that is like my favorite thing to do. Honestly, I feel it's like so I've fun. been giving you credit for that like ever since that day. I feel like every time I see you, I bring that shit up. But like, I, I that actually, was crazy. I forgot that was the first time you saw me. That's wicked funny, man. And actually, didn't you after the fact you went and uh, you actually popped up at Providence Wrestle Party, right? Yeah, yeah, you did. That was good. See, that's that's um. I remember, you know, I've had a lot of conversations with you, just like whether it be you know, general topics, this, that, the other thing. But, like, you guys, you are always in a car with, like, five other dudes at all times, I feel like. And you guys got a good little crew going on there. You got, like, any any stories you want to tell the crowd about any maybe fun, fun little car stories? Because those are always good. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like every time we're in the car, it's just people just – we're just ripping each other. Uh, like any chance, you know, anytime somebody has a hot dog or something like that, it's oh like, yeah, the hot so dog. Yeah. It's just, I think it's just any chance that anybody gets to like do something to another person is it just they take it. So like if you're sleeping in the car, it's over. Like one time I, I was coming, you mean, you mean I was the coming Haven? out of my house and and Sean, like from the Haven, he's he's notorious for just falling asleep. Like he, yeah, that guy can he can sit and fall asleep anywhere like a like an old man. I noticed. So I get out of the car. I mean, I get out of my house to go in the car, and he's just sleeping on the freaking uh, on the door. So I just come up to the door and just open it. <laughs> but but it was it was horrible because he dropped his wallet. So we had to go all the way back to my house. Oh man! Yeah, it was it was horrible. But no, nah, that's worth it though. I mean, you know, actually, it's funny you say that because like those are the only whenever I see Snapchats from any of those guys in the car, it's always Jay and Sean passed out. Always, like it's always those two. They're sleeping. Yeah, and he's, he's how they night, 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 night. Yeah, not yeah, nighty night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but now, um, I gotta ask too. Okay, sorry. Is there anybody on the independent scene that, if you had a chance, give me a list of maybe three, three people on the independent scene that you would love to work, and give me reasons why? I'm kind of curious. I want to know where your brain goes. Um. Definitely uh Lee. Lee Moriarty. I think that he's just I like I like the like he's 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 to the ground, you know. I feel like I can do some cool shooty stuff with him. Yeah. But I think that'll be cool as far as like a match where I get to like, you know, actually do some some amateur wrestling shit. Yeah. Um I already wrestled Sammy, but I would love to wrestle Sammy again just because when I wrestled Sammy I was not as as like experienced as I am now. So like I wrestled Sammy probably like four months into being a, a wrestler and it, we just I don't know I feel like we have good chemistry so I definitely want to do that again because we haven't even wrestled in training since like we, we haven't done that oh wow yeah we we rarely even like we'll probably get in there and we'll chain for like a half minute and then yes. like we'll both go our separate ways and keep it at that like so Sammy is definitely another one and um huh 
The third one is hard. I feel like I got a lot of people that I love, I'd love to wrestle. Like, I really like Byron Reed. Um, I like Alec Price, uh, Brad Hollister, Big Bacon. Yeah. No, I feel like, you know, I feel like you and Alec Price would probably tear it up. Honestly. Alec Price is so good. Every time I watch him wrestle, it's just, I'm excited. You know, the whole family loves Alec Price. They just, they just went to, uh, to Dear Norma, and that was the only person that they were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They don't care about you. They care about him. But, uh, just like, yeah. The first time, first time I ever met Alec Price, I remember it pretty vividly. It was actually, I forget exactly where in Mass, but we were doing like a taping show. And, um, this was, I'd like to say, right within in my first year of wrestling. And um, it was him versus Channing Thomas uh, for the like opening match deal. They were still both pretty much training. And um, I remember seeing him, and I was like, I didn't think, truth be told, didn't really think. I mean, his athleticism was awesome, but I didn't think much of what he was doing. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, it is what it is. Another dude. Got to know him a little better because he was doing this thing called Showcase Pro Wrestling. And then out of nowhere, he just blew up. Like, out of nowhere. And then I started watching his newer stuff, and I understood why he blew up. Because he, his brain must have did, like, a 180 or something like that and completely flipped. But, like, his work's unreal. You see, it's like, been good for me. I haven't seen anybody, like, because, you know, I, I'm, like, new to this. I haven't seen anybody at, like, their at their 1.0. You know, I haven't seen anybody in their, in their like, beginning stages of, like, them being green and them learning. Like, I came, and it was just there. Like, they're polished. Like, they're already doing their thing. So every time I see them, they're just better than they were last time. So it's been great. Like, like, I haven't had the chance to go, like, like, I haven't had another impression of somebody to see them and then for it to yeah. change. Like, I've seen everybody at their, at their good. So it's been I get what you're saying. Good. If that's the case, remind me to send you uh, my first year stuff because you're going to look at me very <laughs> Um Also, uh, it's funny you mentioned first year stuff. When I first came in, Christian Casanova was still doing the thriller. Like, he was pretty much Michael Jackson, more or less. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that he did that or not, but like it yeah, was. I, I see, like I watch like old training days, and I see that, like that. that yeah. Cool you see, when I see that, it's just like wow, like I can't even believe, like he did a whole switch, like everything. Oh, yeah, like out of out of nowhere too. He straight up, he left for a few months, came back, and was just like, surprise, I'm a superstar. Like, yeah. straight <laughs> but his work, his work was always great. You know what I'm saying? Christian's work was always really good, but he just didn't have that full on connection until he went, like you know. Thrillanova started doing all that stuff with you know what I'm saying and like it just it was crazy how out of nowhere he just became like the guy. And now he signed with WWE. Like that's that's crazy to me. Like yeah, that's literally insane, bro. Do you have any? Do you have any aspirations? Like where do you want to get to? If you had to pick a major company, like where do you think you fit best? Um, that's hard because like obviously, obviously yep. WWE is where yep. the money is and. It's what I watched my whole life that, you know, inspired me to be a pro wrestler in the first place. But, uh, like, I don't even really watch a lot of New Japan, but I just want to go to the to Japan in general yeah. just because I've just never been out of the country before. Yeah. So I think it'd just be cool. I, I just, I don't know, as as far as, like, being signed, I, it's not that I don't want to be signed, but I want to be able to go everywhere first. Like, I want to be able to That's travel good. and learn from everybody I can learn from. I don't want to just, like only go to, I don't want to get signed to a place and like this is going to be where I like learn and wrestle for the rest of my life I want to be able to go out and and learn and of course just train with everybody wrestle everybody so it's it's really like I don't know I just want to be able to make a living out of pro wrestling anyway so of course man I mean that's I feel like most of us if not all of us want the same you know same idea especially if we're doing this like don't get me wrong dude I don't tell people this a lot. If you're a promoter listening and you ever decide to book me, don't take this into consideration. But I would work for free. But that, 
remember. But like, because I love wrestling. But at the yeah. same time, you know what I mean? Like, you also got to remember, which I'm sure you know, you got to show your worth. And your worth is worth money if you put in your time, your effort, you put in all your extra money into doing these extra things like gear, props, this, that, the other thing. You got to know your worth too. So I completely understand where, you know, you want to make your money, you want to make your money. But I think going around the world first is your, it would be the best bet. And not even for the reason of like the experience and all that, but also wrestling world is changing. And we all know that where doors are starting to open because of AEW. AEW and Impact are opening their doors. They're playing with New Japan now too. Hell, even WWE has Jericho going on the Broken Skull podcast while he signed with AEW. That I would have never thought would happen. So yeah. like the world is changing and I think in a good way for wrestling. So yeah. hopefully in time you'll be able to do that anyway and still be on the contract with a major company and say, that's okay. I'm going to work this one next week. So yeah, that'd be great. How do you feel about, uh, how do you feel about that? By the way, the whole Jericho stone cold thing. I don't know if you knew about that or not, but Bro, I think it's pretty cool. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to guess that like, this means like they're going to have like some type of a partnership. Like I know right. Jericho has done a lot of work with them, obviously for most of his career. Okay. So it's, it could just be a thing that is just open for him, you know, but, and I mean, it is cool just to know that like, they don't mind putting somebody that's not signed to them on one of their products. Cause usually it would be like pulling teeth. Oh, dude. Oh, absolutely. You know, my, my one question that's going to come up this whole thing, are they going to mention AEW? Like, is it going to actually get like, you know how they do that? Like, they're like, oh, you can't say this word. You can't say this word because of competition. Yeah. I'm really curious if they're going to mention AEW. Because if you really think about it, man, AEW right now is, you know, half independent stars, half old WWE stars. And that's yeah. a great thing. But like, at the same time, where does that really take you from here? Because AEW, I don't see as legitimate competition to WWE. WWE has made so much money now at this point. Yeah, that exactly. I like, that I feel like they can afford a, a quote-unquote loss here and there. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it was with the Monday Night Wars. But I feel like, like it makes like competition makes them better. Like, I agree. I agree. With WCW, they put out their their best work to compete to WCW. That's the stuff that everybody remembers. Even people. In my generation, swear they grew up in the Attitude Era for whatever reason. Even though it was like the Ruthless Aggression Era, like they yeah. swear they grew up with Stone Cold on Raw every week, and I don't even know why, but like, like they really do think so. So like, everybody remembers the Attitude Era, you know. I, I will tell you this though: really growing up watching Stone Cold, like I'm telling you, because that was my first, like when I first started watching, I was a WCW dude, and I remember being in like second, third grade, talking to this dude Billy who I, like, he was a friend of mine in that grade. And I remember him vividly because he was such a huge WCW fan. And he actually, in a way, got me into wrestling, even though I kind of liked it already. But he told me, he's like, oh, WCW is better than WWF and blah, blah, blah. So I started watching it. And um, I really got into WCW, like, heavy. But then I was like, oh, but WWF's also dope. So I was watching, like, every Monday, I was flipping back and forth between, you know, between commercials, hoping that I could catch a tail end before another commercial, things like that. But, like, I tell you, man, Growing up in the Attitude Era was like it was it was sick. Like you know, like looking back, I've watched a few of the episodes recently. They don't hold up as well as you'd think, but like being in that time, man, it was so good. Like I'm actually a little jealous. I'm a little jealous. You guys got the ruthless aggression era because I think that's personally probably the best era they've had. If I'm being real. Oh yeah, like I feel like I feel like my era of of, of wrestling is like the ruthless aggression era was just great. I feel like uh, they just they just did a lot of different shit. They did. We, they had did. Of, we had a lot of guys that can go up for like that that greatest of all time conversation. Oh my god, yeah. 
And like, I mean, we had like a lot of guys that were like not necessarily at the tail end of their career, but they kind of like rejuvenated themselves to keep on going. Like even Triple H was still oh my going, God. like the Undertaker was still around. So was, I feel like we got the best of both worlds right there. This was American Badass Taker at that point, right? Nah, he was just going back to the dead man. So just going back to dead man and ruthless aggression. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, man. I just I just remember like watching like it just all of it felt so so gritty but so real and like cool. You know what I mean? Like yeah, for sure. I feel like wrestling nowadays, and I, this is my honest opinion. I think it's a little too orchestrated. Where like you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't feel like there's a natural like grit to it as much as it used to be. And, like, I know that's part of, you know, evolving and becoming overproduced because they have the money to do that now and they don't care. They will. But, like, you know, I miss being able to watch and be, like, you know, like, especially, like, Stone Cold and be, like, this is just another dude. He's a, just a really cool another guy. You know what I mean? And, like, I think that's a good reason why I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Kevin Owens because he reminds me of just, like, he's just, like, I'm just another guy and I'm here to wrestle. And that's what it is. But in a good way. Yeah, it's tough, though, because, you know, like, like – uh like well, that's the conversation that I've had a lot with like with like Slick because you know like I just think that I could just be like you know just another guy and just fucking just wrestle because yeah. that's what I've been doing before this you know but like yeah. it's it's like not that simple you know you got to have something that that helps you connect with the crowd and everything like that so gimmicks is something that's just really tough for me yeah I mean look like we've we've had the conversation I'll leave that for out of the podcast but what you're doing is right right now I say stick to what you're doing because it's working. So yeah. that's, all, that's all I'm saying. It, it is working from my perspective. I'm looking at it. I'm like, this guy's going to be fine. Um, I got to ask you a question about a few guys in the area. And I want you to give me the, your opinions on them real quick. This is kind of more of a name game thing. This is actually something that Leo Connors does. I don't do it often, but I do want to get your opinion on some people. All right. So, all right. So we'll do that. All right. Let's go with uh, Lucas Chase. We'll start with Lucas Chase. My guest yesterday. Uh, Lucas Chase. Did you know that he was a, that he was the top Coney uh, guy in a uh, Sonic? I, I did I did hear about his Sonic Expeditions, yeah. So if, if you go to Sonic and you go to Footlong Coney on the menu, it's actually a picture of a hand holding the Coney, and it's actually his hand. <laughs> it's just it's just what I heard. I think it's on his Instagram actually. He's like you know, Sonic advertisement, and it's just his hand with the Coney with Jeez. the chili cheese. Right. Yeah, it's 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 great stuff. I was very happy for him. I know he was looking for that endorsement. You know. My God, dude. All right, what about Stevie Legend? Stevie Legend, he's coming along. He's definitely coming along. My boy, I think he's just probably just been doing it just about as long as me. Yep. So I haven't really seen much of him. I've seen him in XWA and he trained with us a few times. So he's definitely coming along. He, he's got a lot of he's got a lot of work to do, and uh, but that's not a bad thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially because people are helping him, and they're not just saying Stevie, get out of here. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's that's really helpful because if you do that, he's never gonna learn. You know yeah, exactly. Uh, I was uh, talking to him uh, the other day. He actually had a pretty good match with uh, with Danny Adam. They both were like, I don't know. They they both had the crowd. Like, no, I noticed that they really did have the crowd. I was actually, I was like, I was on commentary that whole night for that, and I was just like watching. Yeah. I'm like, wow. I'm like, Stevie's got a Stevie's got a following, and the best part is the 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 girls love him apparently. So like, I was just like, yeah, it was crazy. awesome. I was watching it, and you know, I wasn't really like expecting too much because you know, Danny is he's a tag wrestler, and then you know, he's wrestling Stevie and. Stevie has been having a hard time for the past couple of weeks, but they yeah. just, I don't know. They just gelled. It was awesome. They did gel. I agree. That was actually really fun. Uh, you know, we'll go with that. Danny Adam. Danny Adam, bro. He's definitely coming along too. My first yeah. impression of him, he was tagging with my boy, El Jabroni. And I don't think they really worked too much as a tag team. Yeah. They were just like, I don't know if they just hadn't had enough tag matches under their belt, but it just wasn't really like, 
wasn't really gelling like as much as it could, but he's with a uh, guy, and I feel like they were like they balance each other out. Perfectly. Well, him and him and guy are legit friends, and that matters yeah. a lot. You know what I mean? Like that's that that makes that literally makes a tag team better. Like Trey and Jay, we were talking about waves and curls. They are yeah. legit like good friends, and that makes that happen. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, they uh they've been doing good. They get better every week too. They've been wrestling the Haven and shit. So yeah, it's cool to see. Absolutely, absolutely. Let's see who else we got. What about okay, Jose Perez? Jose Perez. Oh, bro, he's great. He's great. Every time I every time I see him, he gives me some type of advice that helps me get better. And just like, he's awesome. He's helped me grow so much in like my limited time being there. It's it's been awesome. What about um? What about Ichiban? Ichiban, yeah, he's all right, man. You know, I, I hated him at first because you know I was I was Tesla Strength Rookie of the Year, so you know I thought like, oh, yeah, I was Tesla Strength Rookie of the Year, so I thought that meant you know slick, you know he was gonna give me the chance to you know go on and. And get some work in, but instead, this guy Ichiban just comes along, and all of a sudden he's getting booked. So I know what's going on. I never seen him at training, but apparently he's a test of strength trainee. Well, Jordan, I, you so, know, I, Jordan. So I, I, don't I honestly think that. that I thought he was Sammy Diaz at first. He does have the same build as Sammy Diaz, but, but then they wrestled, so that kind of takes it out of the, yeah, it takes it out of the equation. Well, so what I, if what I, if what if Sammy Diaz is just playing mind tricks? So what if it is Sammy Diaz and use somebody else in Ichiban's mask? That could be true. Could be true. You know, I actually heard. I heard Ichiban. Um, even though he's number one and number one in most of our hearts, yes. I heard he's actually number two in England. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really. I don't really follow English wrestling that much. You know, I heard that he came from Japan, but then I also heard that he came from from Mexico, but then I yeah. also heard that he came on a train from Ecuador. But I don't even know how he did that. That's impressive. I don't even think that's, I don't impressive. Even think that's a thing. No, it's not. That's very impressive. <laughs> yeah. So, so he's yeah. He's, nah, he's I mean, from what I heard, I heard Zack Saber Jr. and him at a match, and it was for the number one title. And I guess Zack yeah. Jr. won. So you know what? I, he just he just got his mask ripped off at a Dear Norma. Oh, I so saw. I think, that. I think he's number two in Tessa Strength too now. Ooh, so, I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. Yeah, actually, I, I saw that. I I, I was. Uh, what do you think that? What do you think his like intentions were there? Because wasn't it the firm versus the Kowalski guys? Well, I know he was definitely trying to help Slick. Yeah. And Freddie, it just didn't work. Like it was actually the worst, the worst save attempt I've ever seen in my life. Like, like <laughs> he's way too nice of a guy. I'm just saying, if I was coming out there to help Slick and Freddie, I would have at least came out with a weapon or something. Like I'm not an idiot, you know. Why would I try and beat up three guys? Yeah, that's by myself at 140 pounds soaking wet, you know. Well, I mean, the thing is, is you know, Ichiban, Ichiban, I'm, I'm pretty sure is like at least 63 years old. So like he's got experience, but. Look, 63 I, I, years of life and nobody told you that you don't pick a fight with three guys unless you got a weapon? <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, bro, what is that? He literally came out and thought he was going to give them God. the hands to death. God damn, dude. All right, hey, look, I got one last question for you that we're going to end this off on the right foot. All right. Okay. Do you have any goals within the next year? Is there any titles you're looking at? Is there anything you want to do? Is there anyone you – you know what I'm saying? Like, help me out here. Within the next year, is there, is there any goals you really want to accomplish? Well, I finally want to debut for Test of Strength. That's one of my goals. Um, another one of my goals, I would say probably just – I don't know, I just want to keep having more matches. Yeah. I just want to keep getting a lot of matches under my belt. Um, I want to try to train at, at least two more dojos. Okay. Anywhere, anywhere specifically you can think of that you'd want to go? Um, I mean, I haven't been to uh, I haven't been to uh, XWA for training yet. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Um, maybe like uh, Nepwa, that would be pretty cool. 
Oh, Nepo would be great for you, honestly. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I just want to. I just want to go out and just try to try to learn from like another perspective, just to see how how other people take wrestling. Absolutely. I mean, you know, that's the thing about wrestling. That's the great thing is like, you know, everyone's like, oh, it's not my flavor of ice cream, but honestly, wrestling has at least thirty-two flavors of ice cream that you can work with. Yeah, I'm trying to find like uh like what my flavor is. So it's been cool to just go around and like learn from different people and absolutely kind of like take what I like from one person and take what I like from another person and you know make it make it work for me. You know, I don't know if you've contemplated this, but I found out recently I actually reached out for it myself. Um, Lance Storm has a virtual seminar that he does where he picks apart your match and he helps you out. And it's actually pretty pretty reasonable. Yeah, I actually saw that. I actually was thinking about doing that. You really should. I mean, honestly, I, I've, I've already talked to him myself. I've emailed him and stuff like that. I'm just I'm waiting to uh, go back into the ring and have, like, a real one-on-one -on -one match so I can be like, okay, this is my work. Please help me out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, but I, I definitely would suggest doing that. 100%. Yeah, I definitely want to have one that I feel like is 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 good. Like, I don't yeah. want to give them a match where I feel like I already like. If I, I don't want to give them anything that I feel like I can critique myself. I got you. Know? you. Like, I, I don't want to do something and then like I don't know, I miss a drop kick and then he's like, you know, you well, you missed the drop kick. It was the shits, you know, because yeah. then because then I'm gonna just be like, damn, you know, so. You know what? Actually, I do have one more question. What's what's the most positive part that you've had so far in wrestling? What's your most positive experience you've had in wrestling so far, even if it's a general thing? Um, it's been awesome, bro. I I just been able to travel. I've been able to go around and just meet a bunch of people. I mean, uh, I, I met Matt Taven, and like you know, I was a Ring of Honor fan. Yep. So when I met Matt Taven, I was like, kind of like, oh shit, like it's Matt Taven, because that was the first time I ever seen like a wrestler that I actually like, you know, like watched. Yeah. Cause like, I met Raven and I met D'Lo Brown. That was awesome. Cause you know, they're great guys in the business, but I didn't really grow up watching gotcha. them necessarily. So it wasn't like the same as when I saw Matt Taven in his fucking prime right in front of me. And then he actually like liked what I was doing. So it was cool. That, that that's, that's awesome, man. I love that. That's great. You know, I got to say real quick, now that you said that D'Lo Brown, I actually have one quick story about D'Lo. This is a funny one. Um, over quarantine, I, I did a match. Uh, it was me versus Tommy Dreamer. I was actually me and Anthony Pena versus Dreamer Incredible. And um, so we did this whole tag thing, whatever. And we're sitting, all four of us around a circle, freaking Just Incredible, just cross legs, smoking a butt. We're all hanging out, shooting the shit in general before we even talk about the match. Out of nowhere, D'Lo Brown walks up. And I'm like, I didn't even know D'Lo Brown was here. Like, this is cool. <laughs> like, like D'Lo Brown walks up, and I'm just in this circle. I'm like, this is so fucking cool. And we're talking, and he's talking about, like, He's like, oh, Tommy, you know, things just aren't the same like they used to be. You know, like back then we'd be hitting flights, we'd be getting drinks, blah, 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 blah. And now, like I ordered a – he pretty much says, like, I ordered a dishwasher and I got to go home tomorrow and put it in for my wife. I don't even know who I am anymore. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, this dude who's, you know, I was a bona fide Hall of Famer. I don't know if he's already in the Hall of Fame now, but D'Lo Brown, and he's just over there. He's like, yeah, you know, I got to go help my wife tomorrow. I'm like, this is so weird. To be like from yeah. the outside watching them on TV, to be in a literal, like, a legit conversation with them, I'm like. All right. Yeah, literally, like, All right. I went to the seminars, like, like even I went to the Trevor Murdoch seminar. I remember growing up, I yeah. hated him when I was a kid. Like, yeah, it was not a redeeming quality about Trevor Murdoch. No, <laughs> like I used to like the villains like a lot. Like I was always a villain like kid. Yeah, but when when it was Trevor Murdoch and Lance Cavers, the Hardys, there was nothing in the world that could make me go, "Oh, that was a nice, that was a nice clothesline by by Trevor Murdoch." Yeah, Like I hated him. And when I met him, he was such a nice guy, bro. I was, like, so confused. I was just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I really appreciate you coming on here today for being the first 
the first person on the new Positive Wrestling Podcast. And yeah, that was um, awesome. Thanks, bro. I appreciate like, it. Legit, I, I appreciate you, man. You've always been really cool. You always been, you know, you become a good friend of mine in the locker room. I like talking to you. I always like seeing you and keep up what you're doing because it's working for real. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me again. No, of course. And everybody else, remember, stay positive.